We're back, ladies. We're back in the studio. We have a very exciting guest with us and a really fun topic. Um, as we have kicked off the new year, a lot of topics have come to mind. One of them is the power of perspective. Yes, that is such a big deal. And our guest today is Miss Ida Johnson. So Ida, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, hello. Um, well, I'm married, 25 years. We have five kids. So you know some stuff about perspective. A little bit, a little <laughs> bit. And 11 grandchildren. Wow. Right. Just had one. She's five weeks old. So a little bit about perspective. Awesome. Well, yeah. we're so glad that you're here. Well, glad to be here. So let's talk about this. Like, you know, when I think of perspective, you know, for me personally, I, I, I think about those moments of opportunity to go negative or the opportunity to go optimistic. I tend to always go optimistic, which can be annoying for some people. Um, but to me, that is the power of perspective because it can change your, your mood. It can change your ability to actually like improve your surroundings. That's what, when I think of perspective, that's what I think of. Yeah. And I agree. I feel like it's always about my perspective, you know? So, um, tell us, what do you think? I know we want to hear about some of your thoughts about perspective. Well, I do. I do think that we have the power to change our reaction to something and we can either go negative or we can go positive. Um, and I think that once we get out of our own stinking thinking, then we have the ability to, um, go for positive change in whatever circumstance or situations that we're faced with. So you've been married 25 years yes. and you have had, you've raised five children. Yes. Okay. So tell me, can you, can you remember a story or an instance where you're like, I had, I changed my perspective to the positive and actually had an impact on one of those relationships. Oh yeah. Um, with my husband, especially, um, not to put him down or anything because a lot of us are snorers and he tells me I snore. And so, but his <laughs> snoring got to me so bad, so many nights that I would just wake up and look at him like, are you serious? You know? <laughs> um, but then um, God started dealing with me about it. And he said, listen, he's like, change, change what you're thinking about. And so I started praying over him while he's sleeping. I'm like, thank you, God, that you've given him a great job, a job that he works hard to provide for his family. And thank you that he is in sleeping in peace, that he's getting the rest that he needs, that he is getting fulfilled in his rest and restoration um, in his body. Thank you for that. Thank you for this deep sleep you've given him. And that started changing me where now I fall asleep, I don't hear him, and I promise I do not hear him. That's amazing. Um, just because I've changed my perspective on yes. instead of you know. Yes, yeah. that's. I think that's powerful. That's, Can I share one of mine? Yeah, please. So I've I've said this a thousand times. I feel like on the show, but I do have a daughter. I have two, but one of them was born um, without her lower left leg, so she doesn't have a foot, right? Okay. And so um, one of the things that I learned in terms of like the power of perspective is specifically with her because little kid, other kids will talk to her and it, it, and it used to make me really upset because I felt like people were just ignorant, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so instead, I've thought, I've changed my perspective about it and be like, how cool that my daughter can actually um, have conversations nice. with other kids about her, what we call her robot leg. Um, and actually help like spread the word around disability and how it doesn't have to be something as like a, a negative um, 
you know, stigma. And so that's been really powerful for me personally is just like changing my perspective on this perceived negative thing. Um, so that's been really cool just in my own life. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Um, one of the prayers that I do is God help me to see this through your eyes and not my yes. own. And that always is so good. And that kind of goes back to the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, I know what I heard you say is kind of the power of prayer and, just and the, words and mm-hmm. words. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and it's like, we talked about this at a past podcast about like seeing the good. It's like, no yes. matter what the situation is, we can always find the good in it. It's right. We get to choose, do I want to grumble about this or do I want to find the gratitude? Because mm-hmm. there's both in anything. Yeah. And even the worst situations, there's... We could be we could be grumbling or we could have gratitude and even in the best situations I think like we can grumble right or yes. we can have gratitude like right. I see people who have so much and all they do is grumble mm-hmm. and it's like well, mm-hmm. do you realize what you have yeah. you know so I think that gratitude really helps with that perspective Absolutely. and I have uh, Romans twelve two here um, I love this verse it says and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Um, and I love that verse. That's a great verse to kind of spend some time on and meditate on. Yeah. And one of the things that kind of stuck out to me with, with both of what you ladies both shared um, is this idea of your worst challenge is somebody's something that somebody's praying for. Yeah. And so when you when you were talking about your husband mm-hmm. and how you're like, are you are you kidding? Like. But to, but to think about that, like, I have a husband, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. And he's here and that type of right. thing. That's um, good. Right. So thankful for that. Mm-hmm. All right. I know you got something else. I mean, you, you've raised five kids. Like, <laughs> like share like share with us another, um, another perspective moment. Oh, man, I have lots of them. But just one thing that dropped in um, when I was driving over this morning um, was we were talking, God was talking to me about a lot of times we respond from the loser circle. When we are winners, we have been declared victorious through him and we are winners in him. And and so instead of saying, I know that this is going to work out for my good because this is what he has purpose for me to live in abundant and live an abundant life. That's what he came for. But a lot of times we spend our time um, in a loser's circle perspective. And we're thinking, uh, why is this happening to me? Or um, why am I going through this or whatever? But we have to change our mindset, renew our mind Mm -hmm. through Christ. It gives us a whole new perspective of what we're going through or what we're facing so I love that and I love like the layer to that of like you know there is hope like this we're not like circling the drain here like even we might have moments right where we feel down and and that's okay we've talked about that on the podcast too like you're Mm -hmm. allowed to be in it um, but to know at the end of the day like that's not what God's plan is for you and there's always a story to share within those moments of doubt and pain absolutely that's good I, I love uh playing as a victim Mm -hmm. am I playing as a victim or am I playing as victorious like I kind of get to decide that so maybe whenever we're in a difficult situation we can stop and go wait a minute am I playing as a victim right now or am I playing as victorious Mm -hmm. if I'm playing as a victim what would somebody who is victorious like how would they show up right Uh, because we are victorious in Christ like we already the victory is already ours yeah we can all we have to do is just own it right right what do you think about this? So, you know, we're all kind of in agreement, right? Like mm-hmm. feeling this, but like, have you ever, what do you think about like as a friend, if you notice a friend playing 
sort of a victim in a moment? Like, is it our duty to call them out? Is like, what, how do we play that role in helping other people change their perspective? Ooh, perspectives. Good question. Yeah. What would you say, Ida? Do you have any thoughts or do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. <laughs> I, I always think about, it is not my responsibility to fix anybody else unless they ask for it. So if somebody comes and asks for my opinion, then I will give it to them. But if they do not ask for my opinion, then I usually don't unless they are sinning against me. Hmm. And if they are sinning against me, then I talk to them one-on-one in private behind behind closed doors because that's what the Bible says hmm. to do. Um, so that's the way I usually do it. That's good. And I would tend to go that way. It doesn't always happen that way. Um, but I would tend to lean toward you know, just praying for them in the background mm-hmm. that they do see and, and not changing who I am, uh, staying true to myself and who I am in Christ and not um, um, changing my behavior to say, oh, they shouldn't be acting like that or, or they're terrible or whatever, um, but just praying for them in the background that, un- unless they do ask me for my, you know, my thoughts on it and then hopefully give it, give it with truth and honesty and mm-hmm. so because I, I, I struggle with that the nuance there because part of part of what I've thought about is like well if I see somebody complaining about a situation sometimes mm-hmm. I want to be like you know but think about it like this mm-hmm. but that's what I was saying mm-hmm. earlier like that can be annoying yeah. like if somebody's yeah. like can you just be quiet like mm-hmm. I like I need you to not do that right. so I was just curious like if there's a balance there where maybe you go have you thought about the good mm-hmm. that can come from this mm-hmm. you know what I mean what I've learned more often than not is people don't want us to fix anything. Mm-hmm. People just want to be heard and understood. Right. So it, allowing them to rumble with it is actually the best thing that we can do. And they'll come up with their solution on their solution. own time in their own way. You know, and my only responsibility is to my own perspective because that's literally all I have power Absolutely. over. And if I spend all my energy trying to fix everybody else's perspective, I'm exhausted. It's like cutting everybody else's lawn. And wondering why mine is overgrown. You know, it's like, no, I just got to take care of my, my stuff. So, love it. Yeah. Okay, with that, we're going to take a quick transition to talk about something exciting. We are so excited about our Celebrate event. So it's our third anniversary for Purposeful Living. It fires me up every time I say it. Uh, because I just, when this was a, just a vision and a dream, I never in a million years thought this is where we'd be in three years. Um, and it's January 24th. It's at the Wellington and Fishers. You can check out our website, PurposefulLivingInc.org, for more information. But it's a ticketed event. It's a fundraiser and a celebration. It's There's going to be couples there. There's going to be just ladies there. So join us. We would love, love, love to have you uh, January 24th. Okay. All right, Ida, putting you on the spot. Yes. What would What would you leave our listeners with as they go into their week around perspective? What would you challenge our listeners to do? Well, I would say to gain, try and gain the perspective of the one who gave you purpose. The one who gave you the purpose, the one who sent you out, the one who told you to go, to do, to say, gain his perspective on the way you should carry that out. Not anyone else's. Because he sees all. He sits at an elevated place. He sees all. He knows all. Look for God's perspective. Beautiful. That was, I got a little bit of goosebumps. Um, So I, to kind of cap this on, because this is the challenge that I've been trying to give myself. 
Um, one of my friends, we connect, she lives out of state and we connect once a month. She said to me, we talk about how we, we run to chocolate or to mm. Netflix or mm. to whatever, to numb, right? Mm. A glass of wine, whatever, whatever the case is. And she said, Nadine, what I've been trying to do is anytime I want to get chocolate covered almonds, I go and study scripture and I journal oh. and I talk to God. Yes. And she goes, it's amazing. It's been so fulfilling. Yes. She said, it's, it actually works. Like the chocolate covered almonds don't, they like, I just need more and more and more and more. And then I get a stomach ache basically. But this actually has helped me. And I'm like, I want to try that. And that was two days ago and I haven't tried it yet. <laughs> but I think that's so cool to like challenge ourselves of like when we catch ourselves running to numb, mm -hmm. to get satisfaction from mm -hmm. something that is not of God, maybe to, to run to God. Sure, so purposefully changing your perspective. And that could be with, through a physical distraction realistically right. um all right let's do it so let's go into this next week with the um purposeful intent of changing our perspective when we are feeling um not good yeah we're going to a place we shouldn't be going when we're grumbling yeah when yeah. we're grumbling all right ladies thank you so much for joining us in the studio thanks Ida. see you next time uh -huh.